Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Y'all Don't Deserve Me podcast, hosted by me, Deb. So, every month, life is going amazing. Life is going fine, you know. I'm wandering through the world. Do, 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 do. I lay in bed at night, and then I feel this tinge. And it feels like someone like is clawing at my inside, like gripping my uterus and pulling it. And then I realize I'm about to get my period. Every month, you would think at this point, like sister, prepare yourself, understand, know that this is coming. Every month. I act so confused, so hurt, so every month I feel betrayed. So usually before I get my period, like maybe four or five days before that gripping, like that sharp pain that's letting me know like, all right, girl, it's on its way. It comes and it's very much so disturbing, especially because in a couple of days I'm going to Mexico. I want to cross so bad because I'm just thinking about having your period in the heat, in the sun, in a bikini with a tampon. I just don't feel good about this and I don't think I deserve this. But this is where we are. This is where I am. I hate having my period to begin with. Like I just want to lay on a couch in the dark, take a bunch of pills, drink a lot of water, maybe drink some wine so I can fall asleep. Like, I don't want to be out in the world. So I'm praying. According to my app, it says that it's going to come in two days, which will be, what's today? Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, so maybe Thursday and Friday, it'll be hell for me. And then maybe by Monday, It'll be on the downturn so that I can be able to have some like peace because, oh my God, it's going to hurt me so bad if it come like on Monday. Because the first two days, I be having real, real, real bad cramps, like debilitating. I almost can't stand. My back hurts. I literally have to take so many ibuprofen just to, you know, get myself to feel okay. So I'm praying that this doesn't happen for me. So now I feel that like tinge. Now I'm like, oh my God, I got to get everything done now. So I went for the first time in like years to get a Brazilian wax. I, for the last couple of years, like since I became an esthetician, I've been waxing myself. I don't know what frame of mind or space, like maybe I was just so numb, so... I don't know where I was in life that I was waxing my own vagina. Like now, today in 2022, I'm like, girl, are you okay? Why were you doing that? Like, was you really being that cheap? Was it like a challenge that you just wanted to take on? Because today in 2022, I cannot, I can't imagine. And I stopped doing it probably like, a year ago, or maybe a, a little longer than, no, it was a, it was longer than a year ago. So like a little 
longer than a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago was the last time I waxed my self and doing it the whole time I was doing it. I'm sitting there like, I don't want to do this, like sweating, ripping hair off my vagina. And I'm just like, I do not want to do that. Why am I doing this? So I just stopped, never did it again. Um, obviously I'm gonna be in a bikini, so, you know, I can't throw out <laughs> in the bikini. So I had to go get the wags. So I went and it wasn't bad. The girl that did it, I went to um Brazilian wax by Andrea. The times that I have went like and got waxed, I usually always go there. I used to go to Sweet Peach. Um, where else did I go? Sweet Peach, Brazilian wax by Andrea. And that was pretty much it. I think a couple of times I went to European, but those are like really my two. So I went, me and the girl got to talking. Um, I can't remember her name, but she was nice. She also went to Clark Atlanta. I'm always running into people that went to Clark Atlanta. So we had a good little conversation and she was just like um, telling me a little bit of her story. And she was like, oh my God, you so jumpy. Like, what was the last time you like let somebody else wax you? And I'm like, girl, it was a long time ago. She was like, yeah, you're very jumpy. And it didn't even hurt that bad. So it, I wasn't like jumpy because it hurt. I just, I don't know. Like the touching just kind of made me like jump, but it wasn't that bad. So I got that done. So even when my period does come and ruin my life, I have that squared off at least. Um, What else we got going on? I think that that's pretty much it on the front end that I wanted to talk about. So we're going to get started. Y'all don't deserve me, but I'm here anyway. So as you know, at the beginning of every podcast, we do a what I deserve, what I would like to give myself for the week. And that is an attempt to put it out into the universe so that we can affirm it for ourselves so that I can receive it and so that you can receive it. So this week, we are keeping it very simple. I deserve rest. I am tired. I'm tired, okay? I feel for some reason just very drained. I would like to, I'm glad that I'm about to get a little break because I just need to like just lay down somewhere and close my eyes and just have space, like a lot of space to think. Um, in a different environment, because I feel like I always do that in my apartment. So this will be great to have a change of scenery. So this week, I'm just saying that I deserve rest. You deserve rest too. Hopefully you get a break in some form or fashion. Or maybe if you're not getting like a long extended break, like you could just get a day or something where you could just like really relax and recalibrate. And I really think it's because the end of the year is about to come. I have a lot of things that I need to like organize. I have a lot of things that I'm trying to do and I'm a procrastinator. And a lot of times when I have a lot of things to do, I get overwhelmed. And as opposed to planning out and scheduling how I'm going to get them done, I just lay down. I lay down and I let time pass and I let the anxiety build and I feel terrible and crazy. And then at the last minute, I spring into like 
superhero like mode and then I get everything done. This is like the repeated cycle of like who I've been. And I have repeatedly said, I don't like that. I don't want you to do that again. But I repeatedly do it. I wait till the last minute and then I do 10 things like bam, 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 bam. And I get it done. But it's like, why are you doing this? So I think I'm in a space where I still have time to, you know, get things done in a timely fashion. But I'm in the space where I'm just like laying there. And I shouldn't do that. And I don't want to do that. So that's something I'm working on. Rest. I've tried to like train myself in like intervals. So it's like I work or I do whatever I need to do for 90 minutes. And then I can take a 30 minute break. And then I can go back to, and I have a list. Like I make a list of things that I need to get done. And I go for 90 minutes, 30 minute break, 90 minutes, 30 minute break. And you do that like three times. And then, you know, you take your like real break and you rest. And then the next day you do that again. So I have a few things I need to do now, like just cleaning up my apartment before I go. I need to pack. I need to like, I just have to get myself prepared for when I get back so that I could start, you know, really cooking all of my foods for my meal prep and going to the gym and putting myself on that schedule. And then it also makes me think that maybe I'm like procrastinating on that because it's like I know how difficult it is to stick to a certain like meal prep diet situation and force myself to consistently go to the gym. Like I know that I have work ahead of me and I think that I'm pre-exhausted from all of the work that I'm about to have to put in to get what I want. And I need to change my thought process on work. I think I have so much anxiety and resistance to work. And it's like, why, girl? Why Why do you not want to do this so bad? Is it that bad? Is it that hard? I don't think it's that bad. I, like, I just don't know why I have so much anxiety around, like, work. Because it don't be that bad, like, once you get it done. But it's like, I just, I, just have, I just have to take stuff one day at a time. And I need to stop looking at it as, like, this mountain that I need to climb as opposed to, like, every day. If you take one step towards that direction, you will eventually get over that mountain as opposed to looking at the full mountain and going, like, oh, oh no, I'm tired. Just, I have to talk to myself. Like, I really have to get into my head and be like, girl, you're okay. And it's like, what else are you doing? You're not doing anything else. So stop the dramatics. That's This is really how I have to talk to myself sometimes. Like, you're being dramatic. Just get it done. So I'm affirming that we deserve rest. But we also have to be firm with ourselves. Rest, but be firm with yourself. Don't pacify yourself. Don't coddle, coddle yourself 
too much to the point where you're not getting the things done that you need to get done. So that wraps up the what I deserve for this week. Next, we will be going into our main event. So here we are at the main event. And today we're doing something a little bit different. We usually don't talk about celebrity gossip here. Just because we have better stuff, I feel that we have better stuff to talk about. Like we haven't gotten to the point where we're a gossip blog podcast. We we legit are, this is like a self-help podcast. So I do want to relate this back to all of us individually and what we could take from this, what we could learn from this. Um, and just try to use this situation as like a mirror for maybe you've been in a situation like this, maybe you're out of a situation like this and you could like identify with things that's going on in this situation. And, you know, maybe you could possibly learn something. So I was on TikTok and I saw a clip from Kendra G. I'm guessing she's a radio personality or host in Chicago. And she's basically going on this like rant about how Danny Lay was supposed to do an interview with her show and how she requested her to be removed now for those of you who do not know who Danny Lay is Danny Lay is a singer choreographer artist um influencer celebrity you know a person who we know throughout the culture as um how do I know her I know her as a singer so you may know her as any of those other things I've named. This artist, um, I haven't known about her for very long. A couple of years has had some notoriety. She did a song with Chris Brown. She choreographed some other people's videos. I heard that she was like discovered or kind of mentored by Prince. So she's, you know, steeped in the entertainment industry. She, at some point, got into a relationship with another artist by the name of DaBaby. DaBaby is a rapper from Charlotte. I came into knowing who he was back in Charlotte in, like, 2018. Like, he was very popular in Charlotte. His songs, like, the beats, his style of rapping was, like, unique. So he, you know, rose to fame fairly quickly after that time. At some point, these two link up. They get into some type of situationship. From early on, I guess it wasn't really clear what it was because at the time he was in a pseudo relationship with the mother of his first child. She is a woman who also is from Charlotte. She's a Barbara. She's a mom. She's an entrepreneur. Very beautiful lady. Um, They have a child together. She also has a son from someone else. So at this time, early in his career, I believe that they were together. I do not know if they were together for sure, but I believe they were together. At some point, maybe him and the child's mother separate, or maybe there was like some games being played, some back and forth. He ends up interacting with Danny Lay. They get into a situationship. 
which ping-ponged and went back and forth because she was like tussling back and forth with the child's mother. At some point, I'm guessing the child's mother was like, okay, you can have him. You know, like, I'm going to sit this one out for a while. You can have him. Danny Lay takes full custody of the baby at this point. So now she's like, you know, dangling him around like he's a coin purse, you know, like I won, you know, like I got this prize, I got this man, you know, he's on her Instagram. Um, They post the videos to get like, she's basically showing him off. Like, you know, this is my man, my man, my man. So now they hanging out, taking pictures together, doing things together. I think um, she choreographed one of his videos. He and her did a song together. You know, so they is giving what it was supposed to have gave, at least for her. At some point, it gets discovered or known that the baby has a child on the way. This was, I'm guessing, because now at this point, the girl is like far along in the pregnancy. So maybe he got her pregnant when he was with Mimi. You know, or maybe because there was there was there was literally a transference of custody. So he went from Mimi to then Danny Lay. And then there was overlap with this girl. So we don't know where she came from. Anyway, we don't really know much about this young lady. She's pretty much stayed quiet. She had the baby. The baby is adorable. Okay. One thing we gonna say about the baby is the baby kids be adorable and they look like him. And he, he has a unique look. Like, I wouldn't say the baby is, like, attractive or, like, fine. I would say that he's unique looking. But the daughters that he has, like, spit out, and they are literally in the image of him, they are cute. Anyway, he has the second baby, and that's that. There's some birthday celebration where... Danny lays there, the second baby mama's there. I think the baby was there. Mimi, the first baby mama, she was not there. Um, you know, all his friends, family, like this is given, you know, community. Even though him and the second baby mama are not together, she's cool enough with him that, you know, she could be around his new girl, which is Danny Lay, and it's no static. Like, okay, cool. They then, you know, continue on with their relationship or whatever they got going. At some point, Mimi and Danny Lay get to tussling again. It's, it's just a lot of like messiness going on at this point. Then Danny Lay gets very, very quiet and it's suspected that she's pregnant. She is posting pictures, but from angles where you can't really tell. She's not really, you know, saying anything, but people are speculating like, oh, yeah, she's pregnant. Now, a lot of people at this point are saying like, don't do it. Don't do it, silly. Don't trade places with me. Don't don't go through what I went through. Don't do it. This girl does it. She goes on. She has this baby. And at this point, all of that like cutesy relationship, 
I'm 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 laughing because I'm just thinking about Sophia from the color purple and she just sitting there like don't do it don't do it that scene at that table in the color purple was uh, writers I tell you like the people who write these scripts and who plan it out from the way that they deliver the lines like that was a scene if you've never seen the color purple I don't know what's wrong with you definitely need to see the color purple but that like table scene did it so back into Danny Lay um she has the baby and all of that like cutesy stuff that was going on with it like you're not seeing that anymore you are not it's, it's quiet for that I think that at some point he was with Mimi and the daughter and the son you know like his I guess first family on like a vacation or something like while Danny Lay was pregnant. Like I'm, I'm, I might be botching the timeline, but it was very much so like whatever she thought was happening began to like fall apart at the seams. So after this is all said and done, she had like some type of baby shower at um, not at, in the Dominican Republic. That's where she's from. That's where her family's from. And she posts these pictures. She posts these videos. And the baby is nowhere to be found at the baby shower. So this is alarming to me because all of the girls collectively, I can't remember who I would be talking about this with or who I'm trying to think. Oh, I remember. I remember. So one of my esthetician sisters, Jasmine, me and her is like the gossip girls. So when I was on Instagram, she would send me like the tea or I would send her like the tea and I'd be like, girl, so we would key, 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 key back and forth together. So I think she was one of the ones who I was kicking with and we was like, oh girl, she shouldn't have that baby. It's not going to give what she think it's going to give. Like she... We just knew. So either she sent me the baby shower stuff or I sent her the baby shower stuff. And we was both like, mm, he ain't at the baby shower. Mm, girl, he ain't want her to have that baby. Why is she having this baby? Why is she doing this to herself? So, you know, we congregated in the DMs and we said what we said. And that was that. Fast forward. And I could tell the baby did not like this girl. The baby do not like her. I don't know why he don't like her so bad, but he do not like her. He came down to the internet and basically was like, he went to the baby shower or he went to the Dominican Republic and she wanted to come back with him and it's that a third and that's not what it is. Like he pretty much was making it very much so clear. Like girl, it's not giving family is giving co-parenting. And basically it was like, Oh, she got a weird relationship or her relationship is not good with her family. And it's that like telling her business. Like I'm like, Oh girl, this is bad. And it hasn't even started yet. Like the baby didn't even get here yet. And it's already giving resentment it's already given like I really don't like you I really want you away from me I really want to be done with this so she ends up having a baby 
She has the baby, not the baby. She has the baby. You know, some time goes by. And then the shot heard around the world happens. We're all minding our business. And the baby goes live, reports live from their bedroom. Maybe it wasn't their bedroom. Maybe it was just a bedroom in the house. He reports live from a bedroom. There's a visibly in distressed Danny Lay, tired, sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on, in the house. Baby nestled in her arms. I believe she was breastfeeding at the time. If she wasn't breastfeeding, she was just holding the baby close to her, but I think she was breastfeeding. Turns the camera on this woman and proceeds to argue with her. Arguing with this lady about her not leaving his house, why she did this, why she did that, this, that, and the third. I am in distress for this young lady. I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Like, oh my God, and this is so avoidable. This was so avoidable. Like, we shouldn't even be here. So that happens. It's posted everywhere. The shade room and the other messy blogs. Then the very next morning, he reports live from the apartment again to embarrass her. I think it was like him and maybe somebody he worked with or his cousin. And she's standing there again, sweatpants. Head tied, chilling with no makeup on. You know, like visibly just tired. And he gets to going back and forth with her. Basically like, you know, we not together. We was not together. Um, You was a certified side chick. You like just, and then he's asking his cousin. He asking a person he worked with, like, was we ever together? Was we together? Was she ever my girl? Like, you was never my girl. You was a side chick. I'm like, oh my God, why are you doing this? Because once this is all said and done, like y'all still, like I, and I can, I can sympathize, empathize and understand all sides and parties involved. And I get that some people are emotional and they just like shoot from boom, this how I'm feeling and this is what I'm going to say. But understand, it's like some things you can never take back saying. There's some things that a person will never forget. Like long after they've been said, these words like echo in your ear, in your heart, in your. Oh, my God. If I was her. Man, I would have been so rather regardless, whether it was true or it wasn't true. The fact that you even felt. Enough disdain, dislike for me that you felt like it was okay to handle me like that. Oh, you hate me. And then you did this in front of the world. You put this on the internet. Damn, at a very vulnerable state and place, I done just had a child. I just had judge child. I done just bust this pussy open. 
and gave you a baby. And the thing is, the, the thing is, it was a child that you didn't want. After you have a child, and we're going to go back into the story, but I noticed this. After you have a child, either after you have a child or when you are pregnant or when you're in the midst of, uh, if in the, if you find out you're pregnant and you tell a man and he gets to treating you bad and he gets to distancing himself, I know some of y'all don't believe in abortion, but I really want y'all to believe in condoms and contraceptives because y'all be playing yourself. If a man gets to treating you bad, mistreating you, telling you he do not want you to have the baby, you're about to go through hell, sister. Get out of there. Get out of there. Y'all women, y'all cannot do this. Having a child by the wrong person, and let me tell you what the wrong person is. We about to get real deep today. The wrong person is one, ooh, because cause it's so much that people be doing out here that I be looking at them like, are y'all okay? The wrong person is a person one, because if we start at the very top, is a man that you are not married to. And I know y'all are going to say marriage doesn't mean anything. It doesn't protect you from A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Let me explain something to you, my dear. If a man has dated you, courted you, took the time to invest in you enough that he has bought you a ring, has steeped himself into your life and you into his, got on one knee in front of family, friends, whoever else, or even if it was just y'all two, took you down to the courthouse or married you in the most extravagant wedding ever. He has committed to you. That means that he himself has made the decision to commit to you. I would like to be with you in whatever capacity that that means for us. He has made the decision. He has made the decision. A lot of times what happens is we're in relationships with people for a certain amount of time. And as a woman, you believe that because we've been in a relationship for two, three, four, five, six, seven, 12, 15 years, that that means that he feels the same way you feel simply because he has not left you. But he also hasn't escalated the relationship to a level where he has made the decision to commit. Time means nothing if that man has not decided that he wants to commit to you. Stop this foolishness. So if a man has taken the step to commit to you. He has at least said that I would like to be in a relationship responsible to this person, this person responsible to me. This person is, is allowed to hold me accountable for things and I'm allowed to hold this person accountable for things. This person benefits in ways in this relationship 
with me this way and I benefit in ways in this relationship with them. They've then taken the responsibility on. He's solid on that, right? He made that decision. Allow these men to make the decision. So someone who has married you, not somebody who engaged to you, not somebody who bought you a ring and told you y'all was engaged, not somebody, sister, somebody who has taken the actual steps and said, hey, baby, I love you. I love what we doing here. I love what we building here. I want to keep building this. I want to take this to the next level. I want to do this with you and only you. Let's go. Got you this ring here. Boom. Let's plan this wedding. Let's get married or let's go down to the courthouse. Like, I don't want to do all of that, you know, extra stuff. The money we was going to spend on the wedding, we're going to spend on the house. Um, Let's go to Vegas. Let's take a cute little trip. Let's go to Vegas. Let's get married. Boom. We married. We got the documents. That is the right person. Because you know what? You are secure at that point. And if anything falls apart after that, you know that you had that child within the confines of a situation that he committed to. This out of marriage means that he did not commit to you. I'm sorry, but just simply being in a relationship with somebody, that's not the level of commitment that you should give people children. And I know that this is something that women have just been doing, that we have just honestly been taught, been taught. My, and this is in my experience, my mother had me and she was not married to my father. I honestly feel like she made that decision on her own. She literally said, I want to have a child. I'm at an age where I can afford to take care of a child, take care of myself. And this is who I'm with. And clearly he's not protecting his seed. I'm going to have a child. She got pregnant. She told him. He was just like, okay. Y'all heard the podcast. If you haven't heard the Trophy Baby Daddy podcast, listen to it. My mother got lucky. She got lucky. At the time that my mother had me, my father was not prepared to be a father. And that's why Vivian got the hell on on him. Because she wanted, like her expectation of what she wanted was different than what he was able to provide at that time. So she was just like, nah, I'm good. But that was something that she planned to do. But in doing that, he had not committed to her. So if he had been resentful or if he had been upset or distanced about having to now take on this new responsibility, he wouldn't have necessarily been wrong in that. Even though he didn't protect his seed, he wouldn't have necessarily been wrong because you took it upon yourself to do this outside of the confines of marriage. So I think that that was something that growing up, and my mother has been married four times, so she's also not opposed to getting married, but that was something, I understand that marriage is important, but coming from the mom that I came from, I understood that you create what you want. Like if you want to do something, you really can't just do it. You, you got to be that girl though. You got to be able to move like that, but you really can't just do that if you're built like that. 
But then you have to consider the child. When you do something like that and you roll the dice, you have no way of knowing the baby daddy who you going to get in this case with Danny Lay. She rolled the dice and look at all of the hell she's going through now. So back to who you should be having kids by. So the first one was your husband. Like, that's the first one. Who you should, excuse me, have kids by, right? Now, who you should, that is the only person. And I know this is not the standard, but we got to read, we got to implement this stuff. Why y'all just be having these kids? Are y'all okay? Why y'all just be having these kids? And then want to play the victim. Listen, in 2022, there have not there shows, books, movies, talk shows, podcasts, radio interviews, your auntie, your cousin them. We have heard and seen the story of so many unwed single baby mamas. We could turn on we like we watch these scenarios play out. There's no way in 2022 that you're telling me you do not understand that you have a better chance of having a better outcome with with being married. You are absolutely rolling the dice when you are just dating someone. And because he has not escalated the relationship into marriage, you as the woman then make the executive decision. If he's not going to marry me, I'm going to force him into the next level by getting pregnant. Because essentially, that's what that is, sister. And y'all know I go up for the girls, but it's like I got to call us out on this foolishness. If you are in a relationship with a man for a year, two years, three years, four years, and y'all have, he has not asked you to marry him, and he's asking you for a child, or you've decided that you want to, y'all talking about having kids, but he has not said, I want to commit to you. He ready to have a child though. Sister, sister, don't do that. Do not do that, friend. Please do not do this. You are forcing. If you make that decision, oh, I'm going to get pregnant because maybe this will, you are in trouble because you don't know how that's going to go. He may be like, okay, cool. Well, you know, I had a baby. I see how this goes. Or he might be like, oh, hell no. She trying to trap me. Because it's going to register to him as trapping. It's not, for some reason, a lot of men don't view it as their responsibility to protect their seed. They don't view what comes out of their body as, you know, potentially valuable in some way. You know, maybe these are not people who have just been taught that maybe it just, it hasn't connected that like every time you are ejaculating into a woman, you could potentially be creating a child. And if this is not someone that you 
want to create a child with if this is not someone who you wish to have that level of attachment to you if this is not a responsibility you wish to take on then you need protect yourself every time a lot of men for some reason do not take that into account so you are not having children with people you are in a relationship with that you wish to push the relationship further and they have yet to make that move. Understand that you are forcing it. And nine times out of 10, it's going to backfire on you every time. If you are feeling uncertain about a relationship, that is never the time to pull these stunts, sister. If you are at an age where you feel like, I want a child, I need a child, like I deserve a child, like I get it, sister, but you also have to consider that there is a human that is going to come onto this earth that deserves better than what you had. Some women and men, they didn't experience having a father. They didn't experience having a good father. That's unfortunate and that isn't fair. But how detrimental is it, like that your mother is the op? You're my mom and you're my op. You chose this father for me. You chose this man that didn't want me. You chose this man that told you not to have me. Before I eat, listen, I always say this. I'm a great mother, okay? My job as a mother <laughs> is to take care of my kids and make sure they're good before they even get here. I am a great mom, okay? Before my kids even get here. And when they do, they're gonna be like, oh, mom, you did a good job. Like, and if they don't get here, it's because I'm doing a good job. Like, I would never bring no kids here in my maturity. Like knowing what I know today and they father not, listen, it was a quote off Twitter. I'm gonna read y'all this quote. And they father not, not have wanted them here, but not have wanted to be committed to me. Read this, read this, read this. Okay, so this is a tweet from L. Fantez. L Fantas. And it says, getting pregnant and putting my life on the line to have a child for a man that doesn't love me like Christ loved the church sounds like insanity. Again, getting pregnant and putting my life on the line to have a child for a man that doesn't love me like Christ loved the church sounds like what? Insanity. Sounds crazy. Sounds nuts to me. What Nikki said, ain't pushing out his baby till he bought a rock. You don't have to commit to me, hun. Okay? Because it don't make no sense. The girls be out here dying when they be giving birth. Hair be falling out. Stomach coachy be stretched all out. Titties be dangling around their ankles. It is just a plethora of weight, uh, postpartum depression. Like it is just a plethora of ways. Now I got a forever job. It is a plethora of ways in which your life 
changes when you have a child. Having a child completely derails your life, especially if you're only doing it to keep some man. You are going to be bitter, sister, and hurt, and you're going to be a struggle single mom. And those are the worst. Listen, if it's one thing I hate hearing about, and y'all might eat me up for this, is a struggling single mom, especially a struggling single mom that got multiple kids. Because who told you to do that? Who told you to keep doing it? Why you keep having all them kids? You might have got me with one. Okay, I learned my lesson. I'm going to hold it down. The next time I have a child, my man, my man, my man, he going to love me. He going to do this. He going to do that. Like, life going to be straight. You might have caught me slipping once, baby. But you ain't never, ever got to worry about having me down bad like that again. The girls be having two and three kids and they be getting, ooh, the pressure is getting worse. It be getting worse and worse. Y'all got to chill. And then it be like, oh, the woe is me. I'm a single mom. It was decades and decades and generations and generations of single moms that came before you. And they already told you that this wasn't easy. So why you thought they was playing? Why you thought you was so different that this was going to be like, what's not clicking? What's not clicking? I wanted to click so that we could stop this madness. I wanted to click. So again, don't be having no kids with a man you in a relationship if he has not committed to you. And commitment is marriage. Don't be having no kids with somebody you just having sex with, with with a sneaky link or somebody who y'all are weird. They'll do you understand that there are women and men out here that are having sex with people that they not like that with coming in the person, no birth control, nothing. Getting pregnant. There are people that are getting pregnant with one night stand babies and keeping them. Y'all are out of control. There are people that's living like, like one of my friends had a friend who she said that the lady, and this was a white woman. She said that the lady had a, had a one night stand, had a baby by this man. He really did not want to have it. Didn't want to have nothing to do with her. She's a white woman. He was a black man. That man got the hell on. At some point, the lady got like a background check done on this man. Supposedly, he had all types of domestic violence, like crazy stuff on his rap sheet. So, of course, she don't want him in the child's life. Now she's raising this half black child alone as a white woman. What in the get? Like, why are you doing it? Like, what is even going on here just for the sake of having a baby? And I find it to be very selfish. Y'all are very, y'all feel like because you have a pussy and because you have a dick, you have the right to bring somebody here. Holding them hostage on this terrible ass earth because you wanted a child. Y'all not even in a loving, caring relationship. That child is never going to get to see what it could see. Never going to get to experience what it could experience. It's disgusting. And I, and I want y'all to stop. 
And I get things happen. I'm definitely not telling you to do it for the kids. Remember Peter Guns, Tara, and Amina? That whole situation was a mess. They was going back and forth between having abortions and having kids and trying to one-up the next one. And then they all basically was like, we just, we just got to stick through this for the kids, for the kids. Tara was claiming she was trying to stick with him for the kids. Amina was trying to stick with him for the kids. Listen, if it's not working out, then you get a divorce. If it's not working out, then you break up you're allowed to do that like nobody's not saying that you're not allowed to do that but to go into these situations and scenarios knowing full well that the commitment is not there and this is on both parts as a woman to go into the scenario knowing that this man does not want to commit to you and still having a baby is no as a man going into the scenario and knowing that I do not want to commit to this woman I do not want to be with this woman but still actively having unprotected sex with her still actively like I get it. Sometimes people grow apart. Sometimes it's just not given what it's supposed to have gave. You have the right to. But at the very top, you should have seen it through. If this, if, if at the top you knew I do not want to marry this woman, why are you having kids with her? If at the top you knew oh, he don't want to marry me, he's not, is he this not what is like take that as a sign. Like this is not it. And also another thing women have to understand is that y'all think so little of y'all abilities to reproduce. Y'all think it's like an honor to have a man's baby when in all actuality, it is an honor for him to have been able to put a baby in you, especially if you value yourself as a woman. These in here, golden eggs, golden eggs. It is an, it is an honor. Well, Beyonce said, you wish I was your baby mama, but you know I look good as fuck. Hello? Hello? You wish. And it's not just because I look good. It's because if you know, you know the type of love, care, accountability, responsibility, like, you know the type of mother the woman is going to be. They done convinced women that for a man to get you pregnant means that in some way you're valuable. You become valuable because he impregnated. No, 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 no. For me to allow you to get me pregnant means that I thought highly of you. I thought not only that I could trust you, that means that I thought that I could trust you enough that I would entrust a life to you. To give a man a child is an honor and y'all giving y'all kids away Y'all giving y'all kids away to these losers, to these lames, to these deadbeats, to these men that don't think enough of you to commit to you. Don't feel as though you deserve it enough to commit to you. What's not registering? It hurts. It honestly hurts my feelings. <laughs> it hurts my feelings that y'all really out here you don't think enough of yourself and you don't think enough of what your child should have. Really marinate on that, girls. Marinate on it. Stop letting these people just and then being like, oh yeah, da 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 da. -da. Hell no. No. So let's wrap back around to Miss Danny Lay. 
the baby done came down to the internet and embarrassed this lady. He made another video where he's basically saying like she thought she was doing something by having a rapper's baby. She thought she was coming up. She thought this was going to help her career. She, he's everything that he's felt about this girl, everything that he thought about her, everything that sat in the back of his mind. He's now telling the truth because he's angry. He did not want her to have this child. It is now a responsibility and a burden that now he has to carry. And because I can't get rid of you now, I can't get rid of this child now. I can't, you know, beat up on you. I can't, I'm going to use my words to tear you up. And that is exactly what he did. So he embarrassed her so bad. Put this lady out his house. She goes back to, you know, wherever she goes, family house, friend's house, wherever she goes. I felt so bad for her. However, accountability like kicked in, like the, the necessity for there to be accountability in this situation kicked in even harder. So because Danny Lay in the past has made colorist remarks, she did a song called Yellow Bone is What He Want, basically kind of like a jab to the, the other, the first baby mama who's dark skin, feeling like because she is Dominican, light skin, curly hair, that she was somehow better than the dark-skinned baby mothers. Feeling as though the treatment she received from this person would have been so different. And this is where the black girls and the black woman tore this lady up because it's hard for them. And I say them because... I can't even say them. I'm going to say us just because I didn't, I didn't, I did have sympathy for her, but again, I think that the necessity for accountability overweighed that. When I say them, I'm referring to like the black woman who came out and was just like, oh, well, should have known better, but it was hard for them to feel sympathy for her because of that. So when I say the accountability the necessity for her for her to be held accountable is that yes the baby is very very just mean nasty terrible for the way that he handled that situation but a piece of me thinks like what did you expect the baby has never been known to be like this <laughs> like kind gentle soft-spoken he don't come across that way he never seemed like he handled the women that he was dating in that way again like you gotta step back and look at the character of the individual you dealing with never get so wrapped up in yourself that you think that you're so much better 
than another woman, that that'll outweigh the character of the man you're dealing with. If he's, and in, in, granted, there are women that men have dated, been in relationships, married, and he never beat this woman. He never put his hands on this woman. Yet there's another woman that he did beat and that he did, you know, he you might have been with a man. He never cheated on you. But this other woman, he cheating on her. You might have been with a man, you know, he never lied to you. He never this, he never, but he do it to another woman. I'm not saying that those situations and scenarios do not happen. But what I am saying is that if that set of things is in that man's repertoire, just know when you fall out of his good graces, maybe he hasn't made it to that point with you yet. So to say that I dated him and he never did this to me, you hadn't gotten to that space or place with him where he could really flex that muscle on you, where he could really, you know what I'm saying? That's in his character. Character. I need you paying attention to character. When you be sitting in the corner, keep keying about the way that he doing this woman and, oh, yeah, he would never do that to me or he da 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 All right. Fall out of his good graces. Make him mad. Fall out of his good graces. And you're going to see. You're walking a very, very thin rope when you're dealing with somebody who would do something like that but they just haven't done it to you yet. I always, 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 always say, I pay attention to the way that people handle other people. When they mad at somebody, what they do to a person, what they say to a person, how they handle a person, because you just haven't gotten there with me yet. If I see you doing something like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like how she handled it. I never look at, it's friends who I've seen that I'll be like, damn, this is how you act? I'll be giving that person a side eye and I back the hell up off of them because it'll be a matter of time before you make your way around to me with that behavior. And I'm not going to tolerate it. It'll be a matter of time. So for Danny Lay looking at the fact that he was with Mimi and was doing Mimi funny, had a baby on her or had a baby in the midst of their situation, And because you felt as though I'm such a contrast from these other black women that he dating, he wouldn't do me like that. And he did you even worse. If he threw them under the bus, he threw Danny Lay, like, he threw Danny Lay under the bus, rolled over her, rolled back over her. Let more passengers on the bus so that it was heavier, heavier, and roll over her again. Okay, he he did that girl so dirty, and I think everything happens for a reason. I think that that was a lesson that she needed to learn, a humbling lesson, because from within, when your intentions are nasty and negative. Outwardly, the universe is going to give it to you. Because the baby didn't have to drag her like that. For whatever reason, he put extra stank on that. 
the res- level of respect and the little bit that it was that he gave to Mimi, never just outwardly in the public disrespect her and drag her. The fact that he dusted up Danny Lay like that, like he did that from within. That was with his chest. And I think that that was for her, for you thinking that you can't get it, you going to get it too. So Danny Lay since has just been in a blender because of the person she decided to have a child with. Having a child with somebody who got two infant children is nuts. That child that he had was Mimi was probably three or four at the time. The child he had with that other girl was like six, seven months, maybe. So... What about that wasn't a red flag? You have two children with two different women out of wedlock. You married neither one of them. You have not asked to commit to me and marry me, but you also got me pregnant. So now that's three kids, three different women, and a track record of not being with any of them. That's a pattern. Pay attention to patterns. How did you think that was going to go, sister? realistically so now you know her brother gets into the situation her brother ends up getting beat up by the baby this is just a home this is just a mess now enters present day well let's take it back a little bit more at a certain point danny lay releases a ep of some sort And the reason why I even ended up wanting to talk about this topic is because I like Danny Lay's music. I enjoy her music. Um, You know, she's not a singer, but she, the content is there. The lyrics are there. I could connect and relate to her music. She works with good producers. She's worked with Rodney Jerkins. And I absolutely love Rodney Jerkins. Rodney Jerkins is the producer that, produce brandy's full moon album and anybody that knows me knows i love full moon it is a masterpiece top to bottom every song rodney jerkins did that he also worked with tamar tamar got hits okay and it's just the production it's the way that he arranges things danny lay has worked with him i liked it so That's how she even got into my sphere is through her music. So she releases this EP. I listened to it. Decent tracks. And it's basically just about her situation with the baby. Around this time, she did an interview with Angie Martinez where she basically was like, you know, he never apologized. That's just how he is. Blah, 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 da, 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 da. I feel, I honestly feel bad for her. And I know the girls, you know, the black girls is like, oh, well, that's her fault. Like she should have known. But I, I really do genuinely feel bad for her. Cause I feel like she just still doesn't get it. Um, shortly after that interview, I guess some things she said rubbed the baby the wrong way. He comes down to the internet and basically is like, you know, her team is not doing a good job with marketing. 
and she talking all this, that, and the third, but she wasn't saying that last week when she was down at the hotel with me getting busy. I'm like, oh my God. Like, you hate me. Stop embarrassing me. Why? Why? Why would you come to the internet and tell us that? My spirit would have been so broken. So not only did you embarrass me months ago, put me out of your house, basically called me a certified side chick. You get on the internet and tell them that present day I'm down at the hotel still having sex with you. Oh my God, you hate, he, he like at this point lives to embarrass her. I don't even know what to say because at this point I would really just have to stay away from this person. Like it's past. We could be friends, you know, we could keep key and co-parent in that way. Like it's past that. It literally is like, okay, you know, you just, we co-parent, you raised the child. I raised the child, you know, we swap out or maybe we don't even see each other. You, we just get somebody to mediate because the level at which you hate me, the level at which the disrespect lives is too much. And I feel like it's only but so much disrespect a person can take. Like your pride, how can your pride take all of that? And then you still be around and sit in that person's face? She needs therapy. Like she's unwell. And he's just mean. <laughs> that is just like mean. So after that, fast forward. Present day, B. Simone is a social media influencer, um, comedian, podcaster. She recently came down to the internet and basically let it be known that Danny Lay did a appearance or a, uh, what do you call it, cameo on Wildin' Out. And she requested that B. Simone not be on the show while she was on the show. We did not know, we do not know the background in the workings, but what we do know is that at some point B. Simone had this like crush on the baby and she made it very much so known when she found out that Danny Lay and the baby were together. She even made like a whole live video talking about how Danny Lay has the upper hand because she's Latina and She's so sexy and she's so this and she's so that. The video was honestly weird. Like, very much so weird. B, B. Simone can be a real loser sometimes. It was weird. Anyway, her and the baby, B. Simone and the baby have cultivated some type of friendship or relationship or whatever. And Danny Lay came on live and basically said, I did not want her there because, you know, it's clear that we do not get along. We do not, you know, like each other. There were text messages that happened behind the scenes that I never spoke on that I saw between her and him where she was saying things about me. B. Simone very much so comes across as the woman that's in his text messages like, yeah, she wrong, she this, she that. Like, weirdo. Definitely comes across as sending his text messages. Mm -mm. If I was Danny Lay, I wouldn't want her around me either. So when that came about, it was a big thing from the black women on 
Danny Lay is trying to stop B. Simone Bag and da 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 the stand third. Danny Lay came out and said, hey, you know, I'm not trying to stop nobody's bag. I didn't um, specifically say I don't want her there, but they asked me if there was anything that I would be uncomfortable with. I said this. Long story short, you did not want her there. You know, like say it with your chest. And it's nothing wrong with saying, hey, this is not a person that I get along with, you know, for whatever reason. If she absolutely has to be there, then it is what it is. I'll be professional. If it's possible that she can sit this one out, I would appreciate that. Boom. Say that with your chest. This was a very sensitive situation that happened with me on the back end. You know, this person was making comments about me and I just really would rather not have her in my presence. Say it with your chest. It's nothing wrong with, with, with saying that. And that's what, that's what I don't like about, like, Danny Lay got to get a backbone. She got to, she got to like just, and however people feel about it, they just going to have to feel because they've already decided who you were. They've already decided how they feel about you. So going forward, you shouldn't be tippy toe. Like only thing that matter at this point is my feelings. Cause this nigga trying to eat me up. The black women trying to eat me. Like it, I, I'm getting it from every angle and I cannot imagine all of this came from me having a child or being in a relationship or dealing with somebody who I didn't have to deal with, who from jump, it was very clear, like, this is not it. All of this came from that. So that happens, you know, everybody eating her up, tearing her apart. Today I get on TikTok and there's a video from a woman who I initially spoke about, Kendra G, who has a radio show in Chicago. And I'm going to play this. And it just feels, it feels unnecessarily mean. And I think that everything is about content these days. It feels unprofessional on the part of the radio station because after Danny Lay said, you know, that's not true, Def Jam made the interview and I didn't know about it. I I had to cancel or something to that effect because my limited scheduling availability whatever whatever and this may be another one of those things where she doesn't want to say it with her chest but she basically is copping out saying she never said this Kendra G then replies with I work for a professional radio station and they would never allow me to come on air and make claims about something that's not true so for me it feels messy on the part of the radio station because if an artist says, hey, um, you know, I would prefer if this, you know, show, this show, this host is not um, present for the interview, then I think that as a owner or as a manager or whatever you call people who, a director, as a director of the station or the show, I would say, hey, would you mind sitting, to Kendra, would you mind sitting out for this interview? Why? Why do you want me to sit out? The artist basically um, requested that you don't do this interview. No, I don't want to sit out for this interview. Da, 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 da. At this point, okay, fine. This is her show. I go back to the artist. Hey, she wants to do this interview. She does not want to sit out. If you know she's not able to do this interview, then I'm sorry, we can't have you on the show. 
Or as a director, you make the executive decision of, I want this artist on the show. This is going to bring in ratings for this show. You are going to sit this one out. I'm sorry, this is going to happen sometime. We're going to let such and such do it. This background never comes out. The public never hears about an artist requesting that you don't do the interview because it's none of our business. This almost feels like an intentional smear campaign on Danny Lay because why would you want to present this to the world about this woman? So I'm going to play this clip for you. Or goes to Dan this goofy person of the day award goes to Danny Lay. And let me tell you why. Danny Lay is in the city of Chicago. I don't know why. Probably got a high school appearance. Who the hell knows? But she was set to do an interview with the morning show. And she requested that I, Kendra G, be removed from the interview because she was uncomfortable talking to me. Girlfriend, this ain't wildin' out. You ain't gonna be Simone me. <laughs> now your whole interview has been canceled. But I'm trying to figure out. Why did you want to talk to me in the first place? I actually been on the radio defending your honor. I really felt the way when your baby daddy played you on that infamous IG Live and I defended you on the radio. Now, shout out to B. Simone, who I know in real life, rock with in real life, but I actually understood why you didn't want to do Wild and I with her. But I'm still trying to figure out why the hell you ain't want to talk to me? Now, are you nervous? I'm going to ask you the questions that need to be asked. Like, are you still sleeping with your baby daddy after you beat your brother up and played you on the IG Live? And you know what? I probably would have asked you that question because I need to know. Because if you forgave him, that means I need to forgive him. Are you nervous I was going to bring up that Jellabone song? Girlfriend, I don't care. You could make a song about your skin tone and, and celebrate it. I love being a dark-skinned woman. Ain't no whack like that gonna make me insecure about my complexion are you nervous that i was gonna ask you like how did it feel to be a girlfriend thinking you was better than all the baby mamas just to become a baby mama and get treated worse and you know what diddy lay i probably would have asked you all those questions because guess what that's my job that's what i do i ask the questions that the people want to know maybe you should focus on your job be in the studio and make a hit and we can't talk about your music and not about your personal life that's not my fault that your personal life is more relevant than your music that's your fault you around here trying to get people removed from interviews they don't go down like that now you miss out on an opportunity to have a radio interview on number one urban station in chicago and guess what this opportunity might not come around again because your music ain't popping. So with that being said, sit your down. So that felt very unnecessary, very mean-spirited, very just nasty. Like that, me watching the video, I don't understand how she felt good about herself making that video. I think that if I was her and I was a host of a show and an artist said that they didn't want me to interview them and I really did want to interview them because this it, it feels personal <laughs> and I don't know what personally they have. She did mention that she knows B. Simone and hun B. Simone are like cool in real life. So maybe it's some, you know, residual off of that. Um but yeah, this feels personal. And if indeed it is, then I could understand why Danny Lay wouldn't want to be interviewed by her. For you to say, I'm going to ask you, are you still sleeping with your baby daddy after he played you and beat up your brother? Like, it, it's just as a 
person, but as a woman, understanding all that this girl has been through and continuously is going through, it feels real nasty and mean. And you could put people in a really like dark place just for the sake of like content. Because none of this stuff had to be said or known. And if you really wanted to interview Danny Lay so bad, would it have been hard for you to reach out to her and say, you know, hey, I heard that for whatever reason, you don't want me to interview you. You know, is there any specific reason? I would love to interview you because A, B, C, and D. You know, I, I have nothing against you if, you know, there are things that you're sensitive about. I understand that, but I do want to do my job. I do want to ask you know, certain, like, I just feel like there's a conversation that could have been had on the back end in a mature way, but some of these adults are just not mature. And again, they're just mean-spirited people. And even though Danny Lay has said things in the past, negative and harmful towards black, and I am a black woman, and and y'all know I stand 10 toes down in that. This, to me, transcends like blackness I just feel bad for this girl at this point because this is like an unnecessary pile on and again her life went from being a young vibrant carefree girl you know successful talented doing her thing to getting involved with the wrong dude And thinking she was doing something, thinking, you know, she had herself a prize and really he didn't like her. You know, she was just fun for the time she was fun for. And because she wanted to push the the relationship in a direction that he didn't want to, she got herself trapped in a situation. She chose to have the child. He did not want the child. He then and now is continuing to make her life hell, not just through, you know, what he does to her behind the scenes, but in the public, you basically have other women seek, seek other women on her like some dogs. You know, you have other women giving her this energy and she has a job to do. She's an artist, so she's going to have to continuously move around this industry the trajectory of her career and her life has took a total turn because of this whole situation. And I honestly cannot imagine sitting quietly by myself on the internet, reading these comments or sitting quietly by myself, just playing with my daughter, thinking like, damn, you know, I love my child so much, but damn, (laughs) Look at this. I'm going through all of this for nothing, for nothing. And again, everything happens for a reason. But to me, it doesn't feel good. And I get it. Black women are this and that. And people always, she's, she is, black women have bigger fish to fry. Like, please leave this girl alone. And I'm not just saying that because I like her music. I'm saying that because I think that she made a mistake 
she made a lot of mistakes. And I think she's going to continuously learn and grow through this. And this is a part of the cancel culture that you got to allow the person's space to atone. Like whatever karma people wanted her to get, she's getting it. She's getting it. The fairy tale fantasy of having this baby by this man and us being in a happy relationship and my career going well. She is getting hit left from right. And there's like no end in sight of people letting up and just being like, we forgive you. I'm going to just say, Danny Lay, I forgive you. Like <laughs> enough has been done. You have been through enough. And I'm sure you're sitting in this mess that you've created for yourself and you're thinking and rethinking it through. Like, how can I go forward and not only be a better person for myself, but so that nothing like this ever happens again? How can I become a stronger woman? How can I use this as fuel to propel myself? Like, you made a lot of bad decisions, sister. But you absolutely can turn this around. And I really don't want to believe that you are just continuously this terrible person. I don't believe that. For some reason, my energy, the energy that I'm picking up from you is telling me that you were a bit naive. You were just naive. You just didn't know what you didn't know. And now you've been humbled and you're learning and you should receive the space to be able, you should, you should receive the grace to be able to learn. So in this episode, I just want the girls to be a little kinder. Be a little kinder to Danny Lay, okay? And also stop having kids by people that did not commit to you. Stop having kids by these men that have pretty much made it clear that I'll, I'll absolutely use your uter uterus as a container for my child. But long term, this is not what I want. Okay? Stop doing that. Okay? So that is going to close up this main event. Next, we are on to Vibes for the Week. So this week, Vibes for the Week, is two songs. We're going to have to get into in another podcast talking about being able to separate the artist from the music because I feel very, very guilty about this. But I'm also not ever going to come here and lie to y'all, okay? Now, I ain't never, ever, 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 ever going to bang with R. Kelly again, ever. I could definitely keep his music with the artist and me and my best friend had a song by him that we loved used to bop to it hard but I cannot bang with him when you be out here sexually assaulting people raping people doing stuff to kids that's it I'm not separating the artist from nothing it's no coming back from that and then I get and I feel bad because fabulous is my favorite rapper 
And they said that he knocked Emily Teeth out her mouth. So it's hard. Like, oh my God, where do I draw the line? And then y'all know Joe Button is one of my favorite rappers. My problematic fave. Joe Button got a lot of smut on his rap. A lot. I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't even like to tell people that I love Joe Button. I don't like to tell people that I love Fabulous because that make me look, the person that I am, that make me look crazy. Like, really, Deb? And the song that I'm about to tell y'all is one of the songs of the week. Y'all gonna be like, ooh, Deb. Making me look crazy again. But I got to tell the truth. I got to tell the truth about what happened. So, first, this is the first one. I was in here scrolling on YouTube and a video popped up and I see Sierra and Summer Walker. I'm thinking this is a Summer Walker song. I'm like, oh, this is cute. They look so cute. I love Summer Walker. I love Sierra. Both beautiful. Like Sierra's music from back in the day. You know, in recent times, Sierra really hasn't had anything that I could vibe to. And this has been in like years. We've been looking for something from Sierra and she just hasn't given it to us. I'm thinking this is a Summer Walker song featuring Sierra. So the name of the song is Better Things. I played a video. I'm like, I love this. The video is so cute. The song is so cute. The lyrics are so cute. It's like a good, um, good vibe song for the girls. It's like a motivational, like feel good, pump yourself up for the girls. So they basically just talking about, I'm moving on to better things. I'm leaving the old things in the past. I'm just moving on. I'm better. I'm living better. I'm feeling better. I'm just a better girl. Love that. So I got a knock on my door. I had ordered some clothes for my trip and it was the clothes. So now I'm in the kitchen, not in the kitchen, <laughs> in the living room, trying on the clothes, playing this video on repeat, feeling so cute. I'm like, oh, this is my theme song now. So go listen to the song. Summer Walker's verse really eats. The so whole song eats, but what Miss Summer had to say really touched me in a different way. I vibes with it. So Listen to Better Things by Miss Sierra. Sierra's song. I thought it was Summer's song. Yes, Sierra, please give us more of this. Please. They both look so beautiful in the video. Sierra got three kids and she looked like that. I'm like, talk about the freaking winning the, the gene pool lotto. Woo! Them jeans is jeaning because Sierra looks so good. So go look at that video. Check that out. And then... I was on the internet, Twitter, and they keep talking about Tory Lanez. They say he got some new music out. Now, I've never just been a huge Tory Lanez fan. I never really, you know, listen to him too heavy, but I always hear the people, you know, brag so heavily about him. They down to the Twitter talking about, yeah, he got the hits, he got the bops. So y'all know, allegedly he shot Megan. After that, all bets was off. I was just like, oh, well, I got to back away from this. And I like, again, I wasn't like a huge fan. So it really wasn't hard for me to detest Tory Lanez. Um, and then it was like him and Iggy got something going on. They like dating or something. And he has a song that he dedicated to her. And it was a clip of the song. And I listened to maybe it was like 20, 30 seconds of it. And I usually can listen to like a couple of minutes, seconds of a song and tell like, oh, this is a bop. I knew it was a bop. I felt it. So in feeling guilty, I took myself down to Tory Lane's album and it's called Sorry For What. 
I took myself down to the song. The name of the song is YDS. And then slash slash Iggy Del Dia. I don't know what this means. I just heard that this was a dedication song to Iggy. And when I tell you this is a bop, listen, the first time I played it, I was up in the living room dancing, swerving, twerking, bopping, dancing, swerving, swerving. I was like, oh, now little Tori has a hit. I was like, I like this. Mind you, I feel guilty. I'm like, I don't want nobody to know I like this, but I got to share this. I got to tell the girls. I feel so bad. I was like, I got to come on here and tell the girls because if I play this on one of my TikTok stories, I don't want y'all to feel like I'm betraying, betraying y'all at all. But I really love music and I just couldn't deny that this was a bop. And now I'm feeling guilty because I'm like, damn, maybe I should listen to some of the other tracks. I didn't do it though. I didn't do it yet. But I had this song on repeat. It's called YDS slash slash Iggy Del Dia. I can understand why the, the men vibe with it because it's he the lyrics is given like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm living life now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want me, you didn't want me back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm getting it. It's a feel-good song. So it's crazy that I'm endorsing this. But this is a bop. I'm not going to lie. So go check out YDS slash slash Iggy Del Dia. And that wraps up this week's vibes for the week. So we will be closing out this pod. What I want us to affirm that we deserve for the week is rest. In resting, I want you to energize yourself. Enough to be able to get things done, like organize your thoughts. Maybe you got to write them down. I, I definitely have to write things down in order to organize my thoughts. And get to moving in whatever way you have to like organize your schedule so that you can get things done. If you are a procrastinator like me and you have to like trick yourself into it, trick yourself, do whatever you have to do to just get things done and be progressive. Like I said, take everything one day at a time. Don't look at like the huge mountain you have to climb, but literally just put one foot in front of the other and keep just taking steps forward. Don't even look at the mountain. Just look at the next step. For this week and our Y'all Don't Deserve Me journals, I just want the girls to reflect on their values and their standards. How did you grow up? What were you taught was acceptable for a family structure for a child to have? Like, what do you really get a grip on what you believe a child deserves? Really get a grip on what you understand life to be and how a person's childhood could affect their adult life. Gee, some things went wrong in some people's childhood. Like, I know a lot of people who I've had conversations where things happened in their childhood and I look at them today 
and the person has never been, you know, like all the way right. I feel like they were damaged in their childhood and they're here they are spending the whole rest of their life trying to fix themselves. You want to be the type of mom that cares about and thinks about your child before they even get here. And if they never get here because you thought so much of them and what they should have had when they got here, you're still a great mom. As long as you have eggs inside of you, you're a mom. Those kids are in there. They're just not in the physical world. So you have to protect those kids. And a part of protecting them is understanding that with bringing them here, there's a certain standard. There's a certain, there's certain requirements that you, you should have for them. And one of those requirements is that you have a counterpart that has decided to not only commit to you, but meets the standards of somebody you would have a child with. There are women who are married, but they're like, I would never have a child with him. I would never bring no kids to the world with him. Like he just, he doesn't do enough. He doesn't have, he's not this, he's not that. Like you should be able to identify qualities in a man other than, oh, he could pay for stuff. I can pay for stuff. You can pay for stuff. Like this is 2022. Gone are the days of like women not being able to pay for stuff. So that like low standard, low requirement of men just being able to pay for stuff like no you actually have to be a decent solid individual you got to be a person that I respect you got to be like you got to be somebody that I think that I would want my child to be like this man I want my child to learn from this man like this is the type of way that you need a thing not just I love him and I want him in in my life for the rest of my life so I could ha- I'll try to have a ca- kid with him and maybe he'll stay. And what part of that thought process were you thinking about your kid? And maybe that's too deep. Maybe that's holding me back. But again, like I said, I'm a great mother. Okay. <laughs> Y'all can never say nothing about my motherhood because I would never put my kids in no danger. And y'all need to do the same. Okay. I'm a pray for y'all. <laughs> All right. So that's going to end this pod episode. I hope y'all enjoy. I don't know how long it is, but I feel like it's long. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all on the next episode. Bye.